Hello, and welcome to another episode of The Good Night Show. It is Friday, June 5th, around 12 a.m., Rochelle, Illinois time. I am your host, Daniel Van Kirk, and I am glad that you are here. I'd like to welcome my producer to the show, Mr. Noah Eberhardt. Noah, good night to you, buddy. Good night to you, Dan. Um, so guys, it is the end of the week, and at the end of the week, we talk about all the positive things in our life, or at least one positive thing in our life, maybe positive things that we have seen in the news, and hopefully, and I know we have some today, positive things that you have sent in to us from your own lives, or things that you have seen. We do this show uh, with myself, and Noah, and uh, Ben Zyper, and a lot of uh, heavy lifting and help from Lissa Rubin, who is a great member of our team. So, um, I know that... Uh, We've talked about it. The, the week is rough, um, but there are still positives out there. Sometimes those positives can come in completely different areas. You've heard me talk last night about being able to find those outlets of things that make you feel good. Sometimes positive can come from and hopefully will and should come from the things that are happening in our country right now. And by things, I mean the fact that uh, all black lives matter and uh, we need to change the way our country views people, treats people, protects people, tries people, arrests people, and if you haven't heard me say it enough, get ready, cares about people. So um, we're going to do that because there's still stuff out there. And that's what this show is, to uh, give you a place to say, ah, oh, that felt good. That was better than what I'd been getting so much of uh, in my ears and, and with my eyes lately. Uh, if you want to reach out to us and send us your positive story or anything from your life, you can do that. 609-955 is the number to leave a voicemail or send a text, or you can email me at thegoodnightpod at gmail.com. And it isn't just positive stories. I definitely want those. They pertain today. But also you can send us our sex, your sex or mine, I don't care, sex and relationship advice questions, as well as recommendations for things to read, watch, listen to, or just be entertained by. We cover that every Thursday. If you haven't listened yet, go listen to last night's episode. It's... Uh, I, I, I'm I'm proud of it. Uh, I'm proud that we're we're um, doing the best that we can, and I think we are doing the best that we can. And you'll also get to hear a song that uh, really moved me that we closed the episode out with that I think some of you might dig. Again, that number is 609-955. That's 609-644-4855 to text me or leave a voicemail, or you can email me at thegoodnightpod at gmail.com. Okay, Let's get right into this. The first one comes from the goodnewsnetwork.org. Uh, I'll take it. If you need some of that, now you know where to go. Otherwise, you can let me just piecemeal pass stuff on to you. Guess what, friends? I don't know where this was when I was little, but IKEA has released instructions on how to build the six best blanket forts. Now, for some of us who went to uh, college or were just ever broke or splurged, uh, as it felt like at the time on something from Ikea. I don't know that Ikea instructions are the best way to build anything. Um, <laughs> I don't feel like like that could be problematic in itself. That feels like an oxymoron. Ikea releases instructions on how to build the six best blanket forts, but I'll still take it. It says here that Ikea has published the how-to guides for the perfect family activity building blanket forts. Noah, were you a blanket fort builder in your day? Sure, oh, man, absolutely. The best, dude. Oh, yeah. Now, just like every other set of IKEA furniture, there's some assembly required. No 
shit. But the Swedish company made sure to include illustrated instructions for each of their designs. The Russian IKEA Instagram page, I love that that's where we're getting it from, published six blanket fort designs earlier this month, all of which can be made using such household items as pillows, chairs, tables, standing lamps, laundry pins, and of course, blankets or whatever else you need. So the ones that they have listed here are the house. Seems like a simple blanket you weigh down the ends. It literally just looks like a like a uh, like a rudimentary tent, something you would find in um, like Naked and Afraid, which I also recommend if you need to escape or just want to see some other people going through hell. Um, the castle looks like they've used some sort of microphone stand, but it really is about creating like a steeple in the center of your fort. Then they also have the fortress which uses the couch cushions to box in on itself. You already get yourself a base and a back wall by doing it that way. The cave, which incorporates furniture and a blanket. Um, you kind of create your own little hollowed out space that way. So these are great. We have four listed here, but I believe they said there's six. So if you want to go check it out, if you just uh, Google Ikea's six best blanket forts, I think you can. That's something fun to me. And also, even if you're a grown-ass adult, you might want to change the aesthetic of your place and maybe create a, a dark little area to take a nap or uh, a new space to go crawl away from. And that's okay. Guess what else we saw? This was sent in or, or maybe Lisa put it in. A seven-year-old hosts prom for his nanny. Seven-year-old Curtis Rogers of Raleigh, North Carolina, hadn't seen his nanny in months. I just love a little kid named Curtis. I have a Curtis in my life, actually. He's a great fireman. Known him his whole life. So he decided to throw her a prom. That's right. Seven-year-old Curtis is going to throw his nanny a prom. There's a picture of the two of them. Um, I don't know if Liz is here, and this maybe we'll be able to throw it up on the Instagram. But uh, it says, I planned it out because Rachel probably... It says here, I'm sorry, uh, Curtis says, I planned it out because Rachel probably wanted to see me a lot. Love that confidence. Keep that little kid confidence. Well, she probably wanted to see me. She also is one of the best people I've known. He's seven, so the pool is small, but I bet she is great. Curtis's mother, uh, Alisa, Alyssa, said her son spared no details. He was very excited and wanted to make sure everything was just right and get his suit on and pick out his bow tie that matched her dress. She said, man, this kid is woke. It was really cute. He was really excited for it to start and make sure he was ready to impress her. Curtis had the whole night planned out, including music and their favorite after-school snack. He had all my favorite foods and everything, Rachel said. I could tell he put a lot of thought into it. It was a special day for a special nanny, the author wrote here. Uh, the mother of Curtis says, they're awesome together. They have tons of fun. She's really become a special part of our family. We love her. She's awesome. And then, so there's a picture of them like out on the sidewalk. And then there's a picture of them uh, eating at a table together. This is just great. I love this. Uh, another thing that we have here is Pirate Radio Station, hosted exclusively by retirees, has been cheering isolated seniors across the U.S. Again, this comes from the Good News Network. Radio Recliner is an online pirate radio station that is hosted exclusively by elderly DJs from assisted living communities across the United States. Sign my ass up. The project <laughs> was launched by marketing firm Lucky back in April as a means of keeping lonely seniors entertained and optimistic during these difficult times. This is great. 
The company only planned on airing new 60-minute shows every day for one month, but since the station has garnered more and more listeners, Radio Recliner has also attracted a team of 18 senior DJs to continue recording new segments. In addition to the new shows being aired every day at noon, the station now streams a continuous loop of old content to keep its fan base entertained. On the Radio Recliner website, listeners can also submit song requests and ask the host to broadcast audio messages and shout-outs to friends and family members. This is great. They wrap it up here by saying, for this generation, radio was the original social media. Just had the same conversation with my grandmother, Rosemary. Lucky Chief uh, Creative Officer Mitch Bennett told that to the Tennessean. Dedicating a song to someone you love and having them hear it along with everyone else is a special way of connecting. It's a great time to bring that feeling back. Man, I remember in high school, we'd call into the radio on Wednesday nights to 97 WZOK and request songs to each other all nice. the time yeah did you ever prank them no i call what, no i didn't and yell out like baba booey i didn't yes yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i didn't i didn't at all before we go to the break i have something that was sent to me uh linda hartman at lkhhtmn if you want to say what's up linda she's great she sent me this actually for dumb people town i don't know if it'll end up going over there or not it probably will at some point but i wanted to share it here because uh i really like it. So let me pull this up. I want to make sure. Okay. Yeah, here we go. So uh, she saw this from somebody named Vince Mancini. If that's someone popular, then I'm not cool enough to know it at Vince Mancini. It is a obituary. And I know that sounds sad, but it is so beautiful. It just made me happy. Noah, don't you dare read ahead. Randall Jacobs. That's who it says it's for. And if you guys could see a picture of this gentleman, you would know he lived a life. This comes from Phoenix. I'm going to read this and then we'll go to break. Randall Jacobs of Phoenix died at age 65, having lived a life that would have sent a lesser man to his grave decades earlier. His friends called him RJ, but to his family, he was Uncle Bunky, a.k.a. the Bunkster. He told his last joke, which cannot be printed here, on May 4th, 2020. Uncle Bunky burned the candle and whatever else was handy at both ends. He spoke in, in gravelly patois of wisecracks, mangled metaphors, and inspired profanity that reflected the Arizona dive bars, Colorado ski slopes, and various dodgy establishments where he spent his days and nights. He was a living, breathing, hang-loose sign, a swaggering hybrid of zony desert rat, SoCal hobo, and Telluride ski bum. A prolific purveyor of bunkyisms such as Save It Clown or Zebo, if he was in a mood, he would mercilessly tease his goombats nephews with nicknames such as Mudflap and The Style Master. Just days after his beloved cat Kitters passed away, he too succumbed to the great Gradu, leaving behind a vapor trail of memories and a piece of sage advice lingering in his loved one's ears. Do what Bunky say, not what Bunky do. For all his chaotic energy and hysterical charm, he had a gentle soul. A night out with Bunky could result in a court summons or a world-class hangover, but his friends and family would drop whatever they were doing to make a trip out to see him. His impish smile and irreverent sense of humor were enough to quell whatever sensibilities he offended. He didn't mean any harm. That was just Bunky being Bunky. When the end drew near, he left us with his final Bunkyism. I'm ready for the dirt nap, but you can't leave the party if you can't find the door. He found the door, but the party will never be the same without him. In lieu of flowers, please pay someone's open bar tab, smoke a bowl, or fearlessly carve out some fresh lines through the trees on the gnarliest side of the mountain. Uh, I just thought that was really 
pretty and uh, cool and a memory to like celebrate life and also live yours in whatever fun, funky or bunky way you want to. All right, we're going to take a break. We'll be right back. The Dress Up Gang is a heartwarming, hilarious, and absurd show about Donnie, a sweet childlike man, and Corey, a dad-like deadbeat crashing on his couch. Their friends in the courtyard are played by Andy McDowell as herself and comedians Brent Weinbach, Frankie Quinones, Chase Bernstein, and more. All of their friends have nice butts, if you must know. Well, what's it about? Well, in one episode, Donnie takes a baby skunk in named Wonko, but Wonko is so cute that his neighbor will do anything to get his hands on Wonko to impress his mistress. So yeah, there's stories like that. The show is like warm soup on a cold day with someone to kick to it. While you're stuck inside your house, you might as well stop by ours. The Dress Up Gang is available on the TBS app, Video On Demand, and YouTube TV. V. Okay, we are back. I want to get to uh, some of the messages that we have from you guys. This first one is a text from a listener named Steph. Hello again, fellas. Steph from the 508 here spreading that positivity. I have been putting out frozen water bottles and snacks for the delivery drivers, keeping us going right now. It's a small token, but it's something I can easily do. Have a great weekend. I love that. It's a positive thing you're doing in your life, and that is great. Thanks, Steph. I love hearing things like that. It's also true. They uh, they never stopped, and uh, there's so many people who wouldn't be getting what they need without the delivery drivers we have in any form. We also have a, che- a text from listener Jennifer. Hey, Daniel and Noah, just catching up on the Patreon episodes, and I'm listening to the one from 516. A couple of things that are making me happy. You thanking me for my service, Navy, for seven years. Also, I love all things antique, vintage, and this past Monday, while on a walk through my town, I saw an old lawn chair someone was throwing out. Not only have I always wanted one, but it's my favorite color. So now I have a nice place to sit and read when I'm outside. And of course, my puppy, without him, I'd be alone during this uh, stay-at-home time. Stay safe. Love you guys. Jennifer. I mean, you got a dog and a lawn chair. I don't know what else you need other than maybe water. Um, so that is, that's great. I love hearing that, Jennifer. There's also like, when you take the time to like, I don't care if it's a cul-de-sac or an alley, but you like sit out in your neighborhood and just kind of watch the world pass by. It's uh, it feels good for you, and you yeah. know. And if the world's passing by in a protest, like Black Lives Matter, maybe uh, if you feel comfortable and that's the way you want to help, join in on that. But I do just love like sitting outside and um, and just kind of like taking in the world around me. And absolutely, I mean, doing that. I miss a, I miss doing that. Yeah, doing that with a puppy in a lawn chair sounds awesome and she included a picture here that is a great classic old chair and that dog looks i don't know is regal the most kind of word i love this picture yeah, it's like a regal it looks like a little like uh like a dachshund i don't know like miniature chow type coat maybe like a like a miniature retriever dachshund is kind of what the coat and dog looks like but it's awesome we also have a text here from the 512 area code which says totally mowed my yard today dvk keep up the wonderful work can't wait to see your next illinois show well guess what awesome on you for mowing your yard there's something so sense memory beautiful that i love about um it's like fresh cut grass it just 
That's Rochelle in the summer, baby. Um, also, I can't wait for my to see my next Illinois show either. So we're in the same boat there, 512. Thank you. We have an email from a listener named Chris. Dan and Noah, I just wanted to pass along something that was positive in my life this week. My friends got married. Juan and Sammy have had their wedding scheduled for May 30th, and they had a difficult choice to make due to the state of the world right now. They ultimately decided to have the ceremony, but the reception has been moved to later this year. The ceremony consisted, consisted of only the wedding party and some close family, less than 20 people. The past few months have not been the best for me personally, but... Me being able to be there for my friends and celebrate their love was wonderful. Congratulations, Juan and Sammy. I love you both. I echo that. Congratulations, Juan and Sammy. You know, the old uh, Jeff Goldblum line from um, Jurassic Park, life finds a, a way. Uh, also, so does love. And that, and I've we've seen a lot of that during this time, and I love it. Oh, there's a P.S. here. P.S. I know that Dan and Noah are both whiskey whiskey fans. I'd like to recommend a couple that I've recently tried and enjoyed. The first is Basil Hayden's. That is a very good whiskey, about forty five bucks in their area, and Old Forester, which is also pretty good, about twenty five dollars in the area. Those are both good whiskeys. Thanks, guys. Chris, thank you, Chris. And um, I know you mentioned there that things haven't been easy for you. You are not alone. But I also want to tell you that uh, it's great for you to. Find find the positive in other people's lives and then share in that because that gives you positive things too. And whatever's going on, I don't know what it is. I'm not saying I can completely identify, but I want you to know uh, we're thinking about you and I hope you're doing better, buddy. And if you're not doing better, I hope you're doing okay. And I, uh, I hope things get better. We have a voicemail from a listener. His name is Andrew. So uh, let's play that. Hey, Devin Kirk. This is Andrew from Brooklyn, New York. Uh, big fan of Dumb People Town, Douglas Movies, and now A Good Night as well. I just wanted to call in. I'm a bartender from Brooklyn, and I hear about all these drinks you guys are kind of making and stuff like that. One of the easiest things to do is mix granulated sugar, one cup to two cups of water, stir around until it's a liquid, and then you can use that as a sweetener for some of the cocktails you're trying to make. Love your show. Thanks so much for doing all this for us. I hope you guys are well and safe. Thanks so much, Andrew. Um, yes, I also bartended for a long time. For anybody who's curious, I'm, uh, that is some simple syrup. Simple syrup. Who knows? Sometimes I can't, talk. I can't talk, guys. Uh, I love passing that along. Anybody who didn't know, it is a great simple syrup way to sweeten up your drinks. And um, maybe we should uh, have people send us in, like, what's your favorite cocktail? And you know what? It doesn't even have to be alcoholic. You want to tell me I like to relax with a nice Shirley Temple or a root beer while I watch Harry and the Hendersons? I will tell oh, you. Yeah. Watch out. That's going to get real sad at the end if you've never seen it. <laughs> but it's a great movie. And that root beer is a cocktail I would endorse any single day. Um uh, that uh, I think that's going to get close to doing it us for here. Noah, we always kind of close things out with a positive story from our lives. Do you have anything that, that you want to share? Anything, any silver lining that you can rip off of the week we've been having? You know, I, I do think it's great that, um, you know, I, there's a lot of, there's a lot of way, uh, way still to go, but seeing people get engaged with conversations that, they haven't been getting engaged mm -hmm. in people that I know personally in my life mm -hmm. that that's obviously been a positive. So that's what I would say. Uh, seeing people get more involved in black lives matter and, um, and everything that's going on and, and tr being willing to learn and engage and grow, uh, as people 
And uh, that's positive. Nice, man. I have yeah. a couple positives for you. The first one I'm going to give you, because it is Friday, is a riddle. Oh. Hey, yeah, buddy. You're going to get a riddle. Everybody's getting a riddle. If you are a Patreon member, you're going to hear this answer in the weekend edition. Otherwise, you're going to have to wait until next week to get the answer. Do not Google it. Try really hard. If it absolutely drives you nuts and you give up, it's okay to Google it. But... You could just wait for the answer, and then you have something to look forward to. And right now, who doesn't need something to look forward to, even if it is just the answer to a riddle? If you share this riddle with other people, and they figure it out or help you figure it out, that's game, baby. That's totally cool. That's fine. You know why? Because you had a fun interaction with somebody. So feel free. But if you can't, if you can avoid it, just don't Google it. We are actually going to hear this riddle as it was read, or I'm sorry, I should say, performed or given by Mr. Bruce Campbell. Ready? If you have it, you don't need it. If you need it, you don't have it. If you have it, you need more of it. If you have more of it, you don't need less of it. You need it to get it. And you certainly need it to get more of it. But if you don't already have any of it to begin with, you can't get any of it to get started, which means you really have no idea how to get it in the first place, do you? You can share it, sure. You can even stockpile it if you'd like, but you can't fake it. Wanting it, needing it, wishing for it. The point is, if you've never had any of it, ever, people just seem to know. Okay. So, that is the riddle. I hope you can figure it out. I will tell you, I'm not great at riddles, but I was able to figure it out, but not not quickly. And uh, if you're a, if you're a Patreon member, you'll get to hear it tomorrow, uh, the weekend edition. If you're not, you can you'll find out on Monday. But if you want to know right away and you want to have a little more fun with me, because I need it. I need it with you. Uh, you can sign up for the Patreon. The my other positive things that I wanted to talk about is in this time of seeking justice, which is insane to me that anyone would have a problem with those two words. Uh, we are seeing some changes and we have a long way to go. I think I put on, I said on Instagram, what we saw, what I'm about to say is a very small positive step up a very large mountain. Uh, so the first thing that positive for me was that they correctly charged all the officers involved with George Floyd. And, and I know that a lot of people sent emails that it probably felt overwhelming to them. Um, because I think a lot of times with elected officials or people who work for cities, especially elected officials in the back of their mind, they want to be reelected and they want to be accepted in, you know, general public. A lot of the things you don't like right now that are happening, if you're like me, in our government are going to keep happening until enough people tell people who want to be reelected, I'm not going to vote for you. Keep doing that. So in, it did, I'm sure, play a role in the fact that people who are in charge were like, I don't know if we can handle the public if we don't do the right thing here. So that's why it matters. The other thing is, is when it was announced, we'll see if it follows through, that uh, $150 million that were supposed to go to the Los Angeles Police Department are being redirected to um, programs and organizations to assist the uh, African-American community in Los Angeles. If I said any of that in a, 
uh, in error. I, I'm trying my best. It, it At the base level, it seems like money that was going to go to uh, the police, which has more money than anything else, is going to go back towards things like the fire department. Huh? Maybe like some like first responders and other things that like help out with care. So uh, I don't know if this part's going directly to fire department, but that's what people are asking for to allot some of that money for things to help other parts of the city, specifically the uh, black community. So that's something I really like. And I'm going to leave you today with a song that I have heard many times throughout my life. I heard it this morning and it just resonated with me. Um, I am going to uh, play it for you as we leave here today. The song is called A Change Is Gonna Come by Sam Cooke. You should listen to this whole song after you hear this part of it. Uh, We'll start it out here right now. Tonight's episode of The Good Night Show was produced by Noah Eberhardt. It was engineered and mixed by Brendan Lynch-Solomon with production assistance from Ben Zyper and Lissa Rubin. The theme music was composed by Chad Bouchard. The artwork was created by C.M. Dugan. Check out more of his work at cmdugan.com. If you enjoyed tonight's show, you can get more content at patreon.com slash thegoodnightshow. There you can sign up for The Good Night Show Weekend Edition, as well as exclusive episodes of some of our favorite topics. Plus, you get a super cut of the works week's worth of shows. There are three options available. The most expensive is only 10 bucks a month. Good Night Show is not part of any network, so all proceeds go directly to the cost and people to keep the show on the air. Your support matters. Thank you again for listening. I'm Daniel Van Kirk. And remember, no man is a failure who has friends. Good night. Somebody keep telling me don't hang around. It's been a long, a long time coming, but I know.